Welcome to another installment of New Books and Poetry's month-long celebration of the chapbook, Chapbook of Palooza. I am your host, Jen Fitzgerald. Anthony Capo is the author of the chapbook, My Bedside Radio, Deadly Chaps Press 2016. His poems have appeared in Prelude, Connotation Press, An Online Artifact, Stone Highway Review, Pine Hills Review, Yes Poetry, and other publications. Anthony received his MFA in Creative Writing from Sarah Lawrence College. He grew up in South Jersey, but is a longtime resident of New York City. His work can be found at anthonycapo.com. Welcome, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you. So let's jump right in with a poem. Would you please read My Bedside Radio is Hiding on page 15? Sure. My Bedside Radio is Hiding. It and some band are on the run. Must have done something bad. I'm hiding, too, from the other kids, my sister. Laughter, fingers pointing, been a fool again. Midsummer, but prefer this dark room, TV light on. My mom says go out in the sun, soak up vitamins to protect me. But I don't care about vitamins. Peek out the window, boys play in the street. They joke that I hibernate, but no safe cave here. Threats, foreign and domestic. Sister, just as likely to stick a shiv. Deeper inside my mind, worlds rise where I'm no longer small, free from them all. But sunk in this frayed leather couch, all I can do is plead. God, speed the years, lead me out of this place. Thank you very much. Um, So could you talk a little bit about what the bedside radio means in specific and metaphorical sense for this collection? Um, I guess bedside radio is kind of, was my lifeline to the outside world kind of growing up. Um, And my balm, my comfort, uh, you know, I was very much into music as a kid and really just, Right from a very young age, you know, three, four, I just remember zeroing in on the lyrics and just having such a deep identification and feeling for the music. And, um, and it literally was my companion through, as you know, the book indicates, some, some lonely times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to speak more about the importance of music. Um, so let's hear one more poem and then we'll get into that. So could you please read Getting a Straight Answer Wasn't Easy on page 7? Sure. Getting a straight answer wasn't easy. I asked my mother about rape and she told me it was when a man took off a woman's clothes. When I asked her what adultery meant, she said to ask your father. I asked my father if he'd killed anyone in Korea, and he told me he had. When your country asks you to kill, you kill. I found out later he never made it out of the States. Even the dated Funkin' Wagnalls were gapped and summery. I asked my father if the line in The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia was they hung an innocent man. A straight answer, he told me it was. Hmm. 
So you mentioned or touched upon music, and in this collection, I can see that music is very important to the speaker's coming of age and understanding of relationships and cultural events. Could you talk a little bit about that? Um, yeah, um, sometimes to my detriment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, uh, well, um, it's funny. It's funny. I was thinking about the, this collection and how I first got started on, on these poems. And like the first poem I think I wrote was a non-musical one. It was when um, it was one when I kind of misheard that gorillas in the war sense, G-U-E-R, um, had escaped. And, and like as my three or four year old self kind of imagined them, you know, gorillas in, in the in the jungle on, you know, on uh telephone wire lines and so i mean that's one that's in terms of the cultural and just you know ca catching um you know watergate and it, it types it 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 um touches on some other things but and in terms of relationships you know I, one poem i have where i talk about that uh, i think it's a todd rundgren song where he says you know i never want to make you change for me and uh you know relationships are about compromise and you know changes and uh you know i was always of this world you, know, you have to be completely you know never change you know and uh how wrong mm -hmm. i was and i held that for so long um so mm -hmm. so would so. you say that these songs are almost linked to um you know memories of experiences in your narrative yeah for sure um yeah that's really what you know really what it is is a, a linking of the, a lot of these songs with childhood memories. And I just kind of did a free association. Sometimes it was very direct where I specifically remember, you know, this song in this place. And then other times it's kind of more just kind of a general milieu, you know, where I'll uh, uh, think about a song and it'll just kind of take me back to a place or, or vice versa. You know, mm -hmm. I think something in the song will come into my mind. And what decade are we talking about song-wise? I think for the most part, I mean, you know, I'm a child of the 70s, so most of them are 70s songs. They're probably some late 60s and some early, early 80s, um, you know, because it is really a book about childhood. So those were kind of the formative year songs that, that I remember. Mm-hmm. So for the final poem, would you please read my bedside radio, Chants of the Lord, on page 22? Sure. My bedside radio, Chants of the Lord. He is sweet, a spirit in the sky. It doesn't know how to love him, but I do. Each week to his big house where somber men kneel before stretching steel baskets. Priests' eyes shoot fire to remind you you've strayed. God has a plan for wayward boys. Jagged spears in your sides, flames rising up through skin. Your new world without end. Amen. Thank you. Um, I definitely feel in this collection the tug and pull of culture versus culture, meaning the home and culture you were being raised in versus the culture that was happening outside of your bedroom window, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, 
so I, I'm, you know, without making any assumptions, I'm seeing Catholic here, right? <laughs> sure. That can be a loaded word for some of us. Um, and, you know, geography has a lot to do with that. Do, do you want to talk at all about that push and pull of what was happening inside versus outside? Sure. Um, yeah, well, um, I think, you know, I think really what music to me was in terms of the outside. I mean, look, my my <laughs> I dedicate the book to my family and I say, you know, with love and without irony. <laughs> And I mean that, you know, and I totally, totally mean that, you know, in spite of everything, you know. Um, but, you know, in a lot of ways, you know, I felt that my childhood was very limiting, you know, and, uh, you know, artistically, culturally nourishing, emotionally. Um, so, you know, music and the outside world, you know, as 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 I received it through music, really was something that I really longed for and really wanted that that world out there and I want you know which was more expansive and more free I guess in a lot of ways and um you know and I think you know although there's some bleak passages in the book I think in the end it's kind of like you know it's not a it's not a new story but kind of like salvation through art that it really was once you know, I realized that, you know, that I could achieve this world, um, you know, experience this world that's outside and also to express it through writing that, you know, it was kind of my salvation. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, in the time before Internet, which, of course, I will admit I was born, music was the first salvation and then books, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, so thank you, Anthony, for being part of our Chatbook Festival. It was great to speak with you. Jen, thank you so much, and it was real. It was a real pleasure. This is Jen Fitzgerald with New Books and Poetry, reminding you to support all the arts, but especially poetry. Mm-hmm.